Hallelujah. Good morning. Thank you for being on the call this morning. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started. God bless you. Um, I pray that you have a, a great day in the Lord. Um, also, I pray that this call and uh, last week's call and uh, anytime we connect that you are um, blessed, that the Lord will say something directly to you and that you um, learn something new maybe. Um, hallelujah. Father God, we come humbly before you, thanking you for this day. Father, we thank you, Father. So we woke up this morning in our right minds, Lord God. Everything may not be the way we desire them to be, Lord God, but uh, we know that you still sit on the throne, Lord God. Father God, as long as you sit on the throne, and Father God, as long as there's breath in our bodies, you're not finished with us, Lord God. And as long as you sit on the throne, all will be well, Lord God. Father, help us to maneuver through the day, deal with uh, stress and people that just simply get on our nerves. Help us deal with those family members that uh, touch our last nerves, Lord God. Father, thank you for allowing us to operate in grace and in love, Lord God. Father, for we know it's not about political party, uh, but, Father God, it is about you and what you have ordained for our lives and what you're doing in the earth, Lord God. Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus that we decrease, that you be increased in our lives, Lord God, and, Father God, that we magnify you um, for your purpose, for your goals, for our lives, Lord God, to be done. And, Father, we thank you, as I said earlier, that you're not finished with us yet. Father, we ask for forgiveness of our sins, Lord God, seen and unseen. Father, things that we do in secret, Father, and things we do openly, Lord God, for this is a journey. And, Father, we make no excuse for not um, operating and walking in uh, perfection. But, Lord God, we ask that you continue to show us ourselves and encourage us and to guide us to do better um, and that we get it right today. So, Father, the word says that we know no man knows the time or the place, Lord God. Father God, we do acknowledge that uh, the day that we was born, we was also given an a expiration date, a physical expiration date, Lord God. But Father God, we thank you that we will dwell with you in eternity, Lord God. Father God, we thank you that uh, when we depart this earth and, and earthly vessel, that we will uh, cross back over to you, Lord God in spirit form, and we thank you, Lord God, that we shall complete everything that you have ordained for our lives. We will pray every prayer. We will speak to everyone we and everyone we're supposed to. We are we will encourage everyone we're supposed to encourage, Lord God. Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus that you remove any and all fear that keeps us from doing what you have ordained. And speaking as you would have us to speak, Lord God, 
We thank you, Lord God, for loving us first. Even when we didn't know better and even when we don't do what we're supposed to do. Uh, today, current time, Lord God, we thank you for your grace and your mercy. For con- continuing to keep us. Even though we fall short. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for opportunities that are open for us. Father, for things that you open, no man can close. Things that you close, no man can open. Father God, we ask in the name of Jesus that we have a better understanding of your scriptures and that we are encouraged to to fellowship with other saints and not be loners all the time. Father, for we know that you are our everything. Your word says that you supplies all of our needs. And we thank you, Father God, that for you being not only a supplier, but a healer, deliverer, a friend, a father. And Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit that guide us to all truth. Father, we pray for our discernment be sharp and that we turn not fall in the traps of the enemy. And that we can discern people's spirit, know their intention. Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit speak to us even now, today, greater than ever before. Father, forgive us for um, if we've ever grieved the Holy Spirit. Father, forgive us for not uh, being a good steward with the Holy Spirit in these bodies of ours. For the, the Word says our bodies is the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit, the temple. Father, your word says that if we humble ourselves and turn from our wicked ways, Lord God, then you will hear from heaven. And then there will be a great response. Father, we ask that we understand what we're doing that is unpleasing unto you. And Father God, that our thinking change, that we really um, embrace your ways, which you have ordained, the way you think, Lord God. We ask in the name of Jesus that, that our thinking be renewed, our minds be renewed. that we are just encouraged to be holy 
Father God, forgive us for having a misconception of what holiness is. Father, forgive us for thinking that we can just kick it like we want to kick it and do it the way we want to do it. But Father, we this morning on this call understand that the time is short. And we see everything going on in the world. We think everybody thinks they're right. Everybody thinks they got right to do wrong. Father, but thank you for we are your chosen one. We have been set apart. We've been called unto you, Lord God. And Father God, we thank you for we're maturing, maturing in your word and understanding it. And Father, for, we, for whatever we miss in the word, that your Holy Spirit give it to us. Whatever, Father God, have us not. I mean, I know it's not you, but have us not blind or walking, ignorant or arrogant. Now, Father, for everybody's on this call this morning. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that you, if we are anywhere in our lives, we kind of got off, kind of turned one way we should have went. The other, Father, for your word says that our steps are ordered. Father God, we ask for supernaturally that you put us back where we're supposed to be. Father, give us an understanding of what it is the supernatural. And, and give us an understanding, Lord God, whether it's through book, whether it's through these phone calls, whether it's through our meetings, um, a better understanding of the spirit realm and a better understanding of the authority that we have in you, Christ Jesus. that we shall not be ignorant and that we don't find ourselves powerless. Father, your word says that you've called us to be kings and priests. We thank you for authority and power. Father God, we ask that all the spiritual gifts that have been placed in us, that you stir them up and that we're um, placed in places to, to learn more about those spiritual gifts that are within us. Father, we say, have your way in our lives, Lord God. Father, for we shall not be ashamed of you. But, Father, we ask that our lives be examples of a living Christ, of not just our power, our authority that you um, blessed us with. It's really yours. Father, but our lives are examples to those around us, not for bragging rights, but for people to know that their lives can be better because our lives 
or changing, Lord God. And we don't look poor in it. We don't look like we're suffering. That we're children of the Most High God. And there's things that we have allowed ourselves um, to minimize or to live below the standards of kings and priests. Hallelujah. Father, give us an understanding of what it means to be kings and priests. Yes, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for our situations are turning around, our issues are even now being corrected. We thank you for there's none like you in all the earth above or beneath, Lord God. We thank you for quiet moments with you, Lord God, that your Holy Spirit is speaking to us clearly. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you turn down the noise in our lives, remove the chaos. And if there's some chaos that we created, Lord God, please show us how to fix it so we can get out of it and we can take authority over it so we can move on. Lord, we admit that we got stuff we got to do, the stuff we want to do for our families, stuff we want to do for ourselves. But it's more importantly, there's stuff that you've called us to do. You've graced us to do. You have resources for us to do, Lord God. Father God, we ask that your Holy Spirit show us where those resources are to do the things that um, you have ordained for us to do, Lord God. It is in the wonderful name of Jesus, the Christ, the living King. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. This morning. Excuse me. Our word of the Lord for this morning. You're in a season that will require quality waiting time. It's interesting. You are in a season that will require quality waiting time. You cannot live in the future. You only have what is here and now. So make it count. i got to repeat that. You cannot live in the future. You only have what is here and now, so make it count. You can hope and dream, but your concentration must be on making sure that you're being directed by my spirit, says the Lord. I have a plan and purpose for you, and I will guide you expertly as you move ahead day by day. Trust me. Scripture for today is Galatians. Six and nine, Galatians six and nine. It says, "And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season 
we shall reap if we do not close, I'm sorry, do not lose heart. Once again, Galatians 6 and 9. And let us not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. I would also suggest today that you look at um, Psalms 37. Psalms 37. Um, Psalms 37 uh, also, some versions says, um, Psalms 37 and 5 says, uh, Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart. Uh, the original, the Aramaic uh, translation says that trust in me and I will give you the desires of your heart. So what is God saying this morning specifically to us in his word for the day um, and saying that we have a... Um, we're in a holding pattern for some stuff. Uh, what's up with this trust me? Trust me. So just like with uh, a friend or a family member, uh, God is in relationships. And, and I think a lot of times it, uh, we as people we make God seem like he's so far away. We know, okay, he's everywhere at all times, but we think he's like somewhere else, like sitting in heaven, just kind of chilling, and he's not um, engaging us. Um, but he's always engaging us. He's, he's always um, speaking to us, and and we have to continue to engage him. So just like family members, friends, we have to develop the relationship um, with these, these these earthly people. Uh, we should develop these relationships with these earthly people. We have to develop our relationship with our spiritual father. Uh, how can we go through life and not engage him um, and, and be successful? And everybody measures success different. Hey, did you ever think that your definition of success may be wrong? Just a side bar, that what God has for you is much greater than what you consider success is. Some Sometime this week I tweeted this. Um, the word says that, uh, trust me, and I will give you the desires of your heart. So my question, I tweeted this. What's more important to you? The, the, your desires of your heart or God, what do you put first? What do you seek first? Do you seek him or do you seek the desires of your heart? Now, that's a challenging question because just naturally there's things that we want to do is we just have desires. We want we we want to be happy, um, uh, and of course we need money. 
uh, unfortunately, in society. Uh, but um, but what do we amplify in our lives, and what do we minimize? Uh, are we really seeking God first? The word says, "Seek God and His kingdom, and all else will be added unto us." So I think we've been in, it's been ingrained in us that we seek everything else, and we kind of just grab God on the way. Um, we just kind of we get him in spurts, and um, we engage him a little bit, um, but that's we, we're out of order. Um, and guess what? It's okay that you were out of order yesterday. Today we get God gave us a new day to get right everything didn't get uh, right yesterday. And guess what? If you fall today, man, get up, and we're going to run on and see what the, what the end going to be, as the old folk would say. Um, if you fall today, just get back up and, and try harder tomorrow. This thing is a journey. Um, you, you ain't going to just wake up and be just perfect. However, you can't stay there. Let me repeat that. You can't stay there. The word says that God is saying today, trust me. That means he caught you, but you got to engage him. You got to see what his thoughts that he had for you and he have for you. And the only way to know what God has for you truly, not what you want for you, but what God has for you is to engage him. You have to ask him, Lord, what do you have for me? Is this relationship for me? You have to engage in it. Just like like I was saying with those family members, you got to you got to engage people. So how can we have such a wonderful God that supplies all our needs that uh continue to allow us to live and see these days, but we don't engage and we don't try to know him more. We don't when was the last time you told God that you love him? See, that is important to him. Just like it would be important to you or if he was in a relationship. That I love you, man. It 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 warms our heart when somebody tells us that we love that they love us. And it is God's desire to develop a relationship with you. I said last week that it's not all about church. We've been taught that it's all about church. It's not about church. It's about our relationship with God. And church is just like a, a, a appetizer or a dessert to it. Really, when we go to church, we should be going to get our marching orders and coming right back out in this world and deal with this stuff that we got to deal with and, and help advance the kingdom. And if you study the history of church, you see how if you look, just look at the pattern Jesus laid out. That's another Sunday or Thursday. I'm going to swing back around. We've gotten, um, I think we've somewhat, not completely, have gotten confused about we made church our God. We made church our idol. It is very important. 
fellowship with the saints. But more importantly, is your one-on-one with him. Because your one-on-one with him is that one-on-one time, getting in his presence, that's when you're going to find out about those people around you who you shouldn't be around and those people that you should be around as well. That's when, at one-on-one time, that's when you'll find out the true desires of your heart. See, when we, when, you know, I, I was thinking the other morning how we've been reading that and, and hearing that well, God will give you the desires of your heart. And it dawned on me, you might have caught it, I might just be a little behind on it, but it says that he will give us the desires of our heart. When I've heard that, and my understanding of that has always been that whatever my heart's desires are, he's going to give it to me. According to his will, of course, according to his purpose. But then it hit me the other morning that even our desires should be should come from him. The word says he will give us the desires of our heart. So you got to ask yourself, the desires of my heart, did he give them to me? Or did I give them to me? One time I was, I was um, blessed. I was in the back of the, uh, a limo. And I was going through the city and, and uh, I was looking out the window. And uh, I saw something that I liked. Yeah. I saw some, a material thing that I liked. And I was looking at it and I was like, man, I like that. The Lord in his, <laughs> in his uh, place of wisdom or um, as great as he is, um, said, the only reason you, you like that is because the world showed it to you. That messed me up. He said, the only reason you like that is because the world showed it to you. Man, my feelings were hurt. He said, the world showed it to you, and that's why you like it. I was messed up for about four days. Not four, four days from that. And so the other morning when he he showed he told me about that desires of your heart thing. Man, you got to ask yourself, is the stuff you want really the stuff he wants for you? See the stuff that God wants for you, the desires that he put in your heart will be the stuff that you'll be successful in. That's the, that's your that's your hitting point as folks. I say that's your sweet spot, what God has ordained for your life, and what He see. God desires you to be happy. That that's it. God desires you to be in healthy relationships. It even is God's desire that you prosper, but you got to do it His way. That's the key. You have to trust Him. That his way is better than your way. And how do you 
develop a, a trust for him, humbling yourself and getting to know him. And he can tell you which church to join, which church to serve at, which church that he's at waiting for you, all out of relationship with him. Man, our time has already came and gone. It is 6.31. Well, I thank you for being on the call this morning. Um, I ask that God meet you everywhere you need him to meet you today. I ask that uh, you be blessed to be a blessing. Um, I can't wait until next Thursday uh, to meet you again. God bless you. Have a good day. I'm Kimdrick. Uh, go to our website, Disciples of the Nations Outward. Have a wonderful day in the Lord. Bye-bye.